Last time... Galaxy, Mimi, and Dave get to the Musketeers' home base, Olympus. They meet Snap, Gringle, and Pop, the triplet gnome brothers that invented the Musculators. The group decides not to ride in them after seeing them slam a boulder into the mountain. On the way up the mountain, Galaxy finally gets her chips when she eats all of Beth's best food. At the top of Olympus, the group tries out the training pool with mixed success against a summoned water creature. They all they find out that the Griffins aren't able to fly them home, and Mimi and Galaxy buy ponies. The gang meets Doc, a woman doctor from Atlantis, who started and is the leader of the Musketeers. She offers to help them get home if they promise to come back and help her once they are done dealing with the Black Dragon. Real quick, as I forgot to mention this in the recording, and I've forgotten to mention this in the last couple of episodes. So recording this and splicing this in separately to make sure it gets in here. Uh, quick shout out and thank you to Joe from the podcast You Meet in a Tavern. We got an unsolicited endorsement from Joe on their show and wanted to give a big thank you. I'd like to say we're all fans of their show on Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters, but I think it's going to be a few more years until the girls are allowed to listen to them. But check them out as they are a lot of fun, great quality, and way more popular than we are. So we probably benefit more from the plug, but nonetheless, sharing the love. So if you like Dungeons and Dragons podcast, check out You Meet in a Tavern. Also, a shout out to David Ginsberg. He's the host from another podcast called Tales from the Fandom. He has given us some shout outs as well and feature promo of ours on his show. Tales from the Fandom is a unique show in that David interviews folks from all walks of life and just talk about the different fandoms that they love. Star Wars, Star Trek, Doctor Who, Dungeons and Dragons, and pretty much anything else you can be a fan of. So go check them out and geek out. David, hope you and everyone else uh, down in Florida are staying safe with Hurricane Irma. All right, let's get to it. What did the number zero say to the number eight? Nice belt. Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. We've got Aaron Allen back with us. Hi, Aaron. Hello. This is a good time for a recap because Aaron hasn't been with us since episode two. So we finished our what I consider the, the beginning arc. So like the first five adventures were setting the scene, was the beginning, setting the world, the characters, and all that. Okay. Then the last episode, episode six, we did what I call the Olympus interlude. So Olympus... Oh, is this base that we went to. The Musculator. That has the Musculators at it. I named it that. So we met up with a bunch of soldiers that call themselves the Musketeers. Okay. Musketeers! And we actually signed up with them to, to help them. Basically, their job is to go around the world and defeat evil, powerful evil summoned creatures around the world. We are now thousands of miles away from Westman. So in, back in episode two, when you were with us last time, we were investigating the kobolds and the goblins that were robbing the town of Westman. Right. And we went out and we encountered that one guy that you got the 
uh, rod of dragon fear from. Yes. So we found out from him that um, we eventually tracked down all the stuff that they stole. We found the mayor's kids, which had also been kidnapped and was with all that stuff. And then the town got attacked by a black dragon. And while running away from that, we were helping the townspeople get away from the town while the black dragon was attacking. We found these ancient ruins that we took shelter in. And in those ruins, we found a old platform, a magical platform that transported all of us thousands of miles away to this new area of the world where we met up with the, the musketeers. Uh-huh. And I got some food on the way. Yep, she got some food. A lot. A lot of food. So because you're all that magic chin. users and you helped out the musketeers when we first met up with them, we, we saved their butts. Mm-hmm. And they invited us back to Olympus to see if they could try and figure out a way to get us back home. So the two leaders that started the Musketeers, Doc and Ian, are actually from Atlantis. They got they got kicked out of Atlantis. What type okay. of doc? The deck or doc, doc, like a doctor, like a medical doctor. Oh, That's why I they call meant, her Doc. I thought it was a doc, like, like to go fishing. Oh, like on a lake? Yeah. <laughs> Yay! A person's name. She's is- she's a big fisherman. That's why everyone right. calls her Doc because that's that's where you normally find her is on the dock. <laughs> Doctor. She is a doctor. <laughs> I just said she was a medical doctor. That likes to hang out on the dock. <laughs> it's a double meeting. Yeah. Double. Mm-hmm. So the, the musketeers have agreed to get us back home as quickly as we can to deal with the black dragon because that's in their interests as well because they're trying to deal with these evil magical creatures all over the world. Okay. And so they're going to do their best to get us back there as quickly as, as they can. And then because we also have friends that are back there that we want to make sure are, are safe as well. All right. Yeah. So they're they're going to try and get us back home as quickly as they can. Um, but they asked us to join up with them. Mm-hmm. Now, once we deal, go back and deal with that, they asked if we could come back to Olympus and um, and join up with them to help them out with other fights around the world against other powerful magical creatures. Okay. So where we left off in the last episode is that we decided on a course of action and that we were going to try and go back to the ruins that we were at to see if we could reactivate the platform that brought us here in the first place. And then if that doesn't work, then we were going to come back to Olympus and see if their griffin riders were back yet. Okay. Because then we could potentially hitch a ride with them. And in the case that the griffin riders weren't back yet, then we were going to try and hitch a ride on their resupply wagons that are heading east. So that's the slowest way mm-hmm. if it ultimately comes to that. But at least we can get a start on heading back that way. And they can always send griffins to catch up with us to bring us the rest of the way. Sure. So that's where we're at. That was a quick recap for everybody. Um, we leveled up. So I think that brings us up to speed. So just a reminder for you, Aaron, Mimi, Sam is playing Mimi, right. the druid. Yeah. Birdie is playing Galaxy, Sup. the wizard. Sup, y'all. And you are playing Dave, Dave. The, halfling, wrong. the halfling cleric. So it's about a day's ride to get back to the ruins that we first encountered the musketeers and that we first got transported to the, the Red Forge kingdom. So that's one thing to point out too for you, Aaron, is that um, we are now in the mountains of the Red Forge Kingdom, which okay. is a very large dwarven kingdom. They have uh, reign and domain over everything in the area. Okay. You travel for the day. It's nighttime. You get to the ruins. You set camp. You set a watch through the night. Nothing eventful happens, and it's now the next morning. And you, the three of you, are back in the room that you first arrive in the Red, Red Forge Kingdom. So it's just. Just the three of you now, it's empty, because remember, this was, when we first showed up here, this was filled with the 30 musketeers, all armed with their weapons pointed at you. 
Now it's just the three of you, and that metal circular platform that you arrived in is sitting in the middle of the room. And then there are some. And there's some archways and hallways that lead away from this ruin. Because if you remember, Ian and the rest of the Musketeers were going to explore more of the ruins, but they didn't get that far because of the monster that we encountered, because of Rusty turning up dead and all the other weird events that started happening here. He decided to cut his losses and just head back. So what do you do? I think I'm go- I think we should start with the platform because I don't want to run into trouble. You want to roll an investigation for me then? Jed's still alive. J- um, you don't know. Wait, well, I've been We're wondering going- if like five episodes plus two so you, you got 15 for your investigation okay um so you go over to the platform and you take a look at it there's some moving parts that are on there you can tell that it, it's it's metal um but there's a lot of dust and grime on it and it doesn't appear to be to be functioning when you look at it it does look like that it is attached to some other structure possibly underneath so perhaps exploring more of the ruins, or if we get into the room below this one, that may help in getting the platform reactivated. And to, and to see if Jed's still alive. Right. This is one of the reasons why we were trying to get back to Westman, to take care of the Black Dragon, to save Jed, to save the other people of the town. But he could be still alive. He could still be alive, yes. Or still dead. He might be dead. Please make him alive. <laughs> I will try to detect magic since we're around. Okay. Possible magic. Kill Greg. Detect magic. For the duration you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you, if you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any. The spell can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. So basically, it's um, 30 feet around you, so it would cover the entire area that we're in. All right. So you cast that. The platform does not glow, um, but you do see some items on... You see that your mace glows. You would see that Galaxy's magic wand is glowing. Sure. Am I not in... What did I see? Your amulet. You would see that... Or the brooch. Um, It's like a pin. I'm wearing my pen. Right yep, now. and you would see that that is glowing as well. And the rod of dragon fear. And the rod of dragon fear would be glowing <laughs> as well. All right, so yeah, so those are the only things in this particular room that are glowing from the detect magic spell. So the next course of action that you have, as Mimi was taking a look at the platform, it's not magical, but she was able to tell that there might be something else that we could get to with this platform underneath this room. So exploring the caverns or exploring the, the ruins maybe the next course of action to see if you can work your way down below the room that you're in right now. There's one way to go into the ruins, and this is the, the path that the three of you went down before when you followed the shady-looking person that went into the ruins while you were sleeping. And this is where you encountered that flesh monster that had all the mouths on it, and you did battle with it. So you head into the ruins... You go down the hallway, and you go through the smash door, and you find the room that you first went in that's got the gore and dried pus and remains of the gibbering mouther. And in this room, you didn't find anything last time, but at the other end of this room, it was a locked door that you didn't go through last time, so that is still still there. So you could try unlocking it, if you were a rogue or if you had thieves tools or you could try busting it down 
busted. Has it been it ten minutes? It's probably been ten minutes. Ten minutes? No, no, no. Is anything wow. going no, in the room? Is no, there isn't anything right. else going in the room. Um, it's not locked by magic. I'm busting it. That's a good out. thought, though. Just yeah. in case there's like a magical trap I'm on it. I'm busting it out with my karate skills. I'm sorry, you're gonna do what? I think I heard karate skills. Uh, you're gonna use. You're gonna bust out your karate skills. Okay, so I'm doing my karate skills, knocking the tree. I'm not All right, yep. tree. Roll your attack. Eight. Eight. Okay, so you, you run up, and kick the door, and nothing happens. I'm gonna do it one more time. Thirteen. Okay, you kick the door, and nothing happens. Let me try one more time. Eleven. You kick the door Again. a third time, and nothing happens. Eighteen. Okay, so on the. Uh, on the, fourth, on the fourth kick, you do one point of damage. <laughs> I knew yeah. I could do it. Let the master show you. One, one. I get a 19. So, Galaxy, so you just run up and you kick the door too? Yeah. Okay. You do one point of damage on it. What about you, Dave? Want to join the fun? I was just trying to see if I had anything up my sleeve that I could do other than kicking it. Okay, I'm you, you, you could hit it with your mace. Okay, right. I'm going to kick it one more time. Okay. 17! You do another point of damage to it. Let me do it one more time. Okay. Instead, I'm going to use this cool thing. And you, and fire. Bolt. You're going to shoot firebolt at it? Yeah. Okay. Eight. Okay, you do eight points of damage on it. And the door creaks a little bit and starting to come off its hinges, but it has not fallen down yet. Oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'll take my mace and hit the lock. Okay, roll it. It'll be great. Just roll an attack. Yeah, so 13. Okay, you hit it. How much damage do you do? Uh, we'll find out. I did four. Four points of damage? Yeah. After half an hour of banging on this door and making lots and lots of noise. Yeah, I was wondering if somebody might be behind it by yeah. this point. Um, the door finally comes off its hinges and Yay! falls and falls to the ground. And crushes Why do you have ten a goblins that were waiting. <laughs> so yeah, so on the yeah, on the other side you see a hallway that continues on going down and you can see that there's uh, looks like there's other doors and other openings further on down. But right on the other side of the door, it looks like that there is a oily pool of water that's sitting on the ground. So what are you going to do? Investigate the said oily pool. Okay. No, I'm going to do a perception Pony. check. Carry me. Well, no, it's Dave's turn right now. So you're going to do Carry investigate? Me. Yeah. I was hoping somebody else would because I have negative one. But. You got a one. You, you, oh, you got a one. Not okay. a natural one, just a, a one after subtraction. Right, nine. right. Okay, well, that's good. That's, that's a good clarification. Yeah. But you move quickly towards it to investigate. And as you get close to the oily pool on the ground um, to take a better look, that's when it moves towards you. And it, a, a pseudopod reaches out of the little pool and, and attacks you. Hmm. And you take... You take two points of bludgeoning damage, and you also take seven points of acid damage. And... And your armor class drops by one. Um, And it drops by one because when this thing reached out and hit you, um, your metal breastplate started 
sizzling and melting from the attack. Wait, is there a a monster? Yes, it's a monster. (laughs) I wasn't listening. I did not know there was. So let's do let's do initiative. All right, (laughs) Galaxy, you go first. Yay! I love you guys. I I love you too. All right, what are you gonna do? Charm person. It's not a person. A yeah, it, yeah, it only works on humanoid creatures. Oh. Level one. Let you want, okay, so you want to cast Burning Hands, level one spell slot. Okay. It should be a 3D, 3D6? 3d6 fire. Okay. Or 4d6. It's 3d6 because you're doing it at level one. So roll 3d6. Six, one, and three. So what is that? What does that equal? Ten. Galaxy, you jump forward. You shoot out ah. your hands, your burning hands. And you sculpt the spell around Dave because Dave is standing right in front of you. And so the flames shoot around Dave. Um, So Dave, you see the fire going right by your eyeballs, but it doesn't touch you. And it burns the the oily creature on the ground. Mimi, it's your turn. Is it still alive? Yes, it is still alive. If you um, put fire on oil, it will make more fire. Would poisoning do anything? Poison spray? Sure, why not? Yeah. I have flaming spear. Sounds awesome. Flaming Sphere? Okay. What does that do? Mama, mama. Um, so this is where you shoot out a five-foot diameter sphere, and anything that is close to it gets hit by fire damage from it. So I'm going to stab... So, but that would also include Dave and Galaxy and yourself if you get close to it. So you could just chuck a javelin at it. You could hit it with your scimitar. You could hit it with your quarterstaff. So what I'm going to do... No. I'm going to do poison. Spray. You're going to run up and do poison spray. Mm-hmm. Okay. 15. Roll the damage. Seven. Seven points of damage? Nice. So you jump forward, poison poison mist comes out of your hand and hits the oily mass that's on the ground, and it does some damage. All right. Dave, you're next. And well, and I should say, that is when you notice, when you shot out your poison spray, that's when you did notice that it's actually two oily pools. That they started pulling away from each other to get away from, from the poison spray. So there's actually two of them there. But I still hit them. You hit both of them. So, yeah, uh, I'll use Sacred Flame. Sacred Flame? Okay. Yeah, so flame-like radiance descends on a creature that you see within range. The target must succeed in a dexterity saving throw, and this thing does not have a good dexterity. Okay. And it takes 1d8 radiant damage. All right. And it does not save, so roll the damage. 1d8. Four. Four? Okay. Four plus four plus four plus four. So light shoots out of the out of the ceiling and hits the oozes that are on the ground, and it does some more damage. So now is the oily monster's turn. Uh-oh. He got a critical hit on you. Yeah, and so randomly, I'm going to select Mimi. Mimi, <gasps> you got hit by this. What? Sorry. Me- you're the meanest dad. I hate you. I'm the worst dungeon master ever. <laughs> I love my dad. All right. So you're going to take... All right, so it reaches out, and it hits... Oh, boy. It hits you for seven bludgeoning damage, and then <gasps> you also take else? four more acid damage. And now your armor starts to melt and sizzle, and your armor class drops by one. Totally. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. I'm sorry. I have to be extra mean. You take two more bludgeoning damage. Two monsters. No, no, because it got a critical hit, so it's double oh, damage. Yeah, yeah. So take two more away. You're the meanest. I know. Take two more away, and then it's 
nine more acid damage. So it's 11 more points of damage. I'm like six more damage. So how many hit points do you have left? Six. You have six at? Six left, okay. So now the other one goes at Dave and misses. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Galaxy, it's your turn now. Oh, okay, what's my strongest one? Okay, this is kind of an emergency. Burning hands, level two. You do Burning Hands level 2? Yep. Okay. So when you cast Burning Hands at level 2, I believe that makes it do, is it 4d6 points of damage? I think so, yeah. 3, 3, 5, 2. 13? 13. Okay, so your Burning Hands shoots out, and you kill one of the oozes that's on the ground. It burns up, but the other one actually managed to get out of the way. Mimi, it is your turn. You want to try throwing a javelin at it? 29. You want to throw 29 javelins at it. Okay. Well, let's start with the first one, and then we'll work our way to 29. Okay. Okay. All right. So you all right? So you throw a javelin at it. Roll it. So now you get to roll for this one. 17. 17. That is a hit. Roll the damage. Eight. Eight damage? All right. You kill it. Whoop. But that javelin um, dissolves in the creature because the acid eats it away. So you lost that javelin. But you did kill the last but creature. But I always have Good javelins. Job. I have like 50 more. Dave, <laughs> you well, have more, but not 50 more. Dave, while you're at it, can you please help Bye, <gasps> I have a million. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm going to look and see what's easiest and best way to do it. Even me. I, no, you, yeah, you didn't can get you feel, hit. I know, but um, still, I, I Aaron, never got hit. I mean, can you heal me? Mm-hmm. And get to 28 and get my armor class back? I don't know about armor class. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, because yeah. the reason that your armor class went down is because your armor actually got damaged from the acid of yeah. these creatures. How can my armor get healed? You'll have to get new armor. So once mm-hmm. we, it's. Do I have to buy it? Well, maybe if we talk to the musketeers, they might just give you new armor. Um, but I kind of want to get super good ones. So I might want to go to a shop and get super good. Sure. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then then you probably would have to pay for it. I know. Um, but one, can we go to a shop? Like, can we, like... Not right now. We're right in the middle of a, going through a dungeon. <laughs> I know, but, like, before this episode ends? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. We'll have to see where we end up. So, Aaron, I'm sorry, you were saying? Oh, I was going to do the cantrip for, for her to get you up to 14. Okay. And then I can do that on myself as well. Yep. All right. Yeah, you can do that on yourself. Yeah, so uh, bump your hit points back up to halfway with that with that spell. So based off of that encounter, I'm guessing uh, the girls are probably not fans of oozes at this point no, with I, how that went. No, I'm not. Do you, do, you hate, do you hate them more than goblins now? No. <laughs> so you got some hit points back. Down the hallway, you see that there are there's an open archway that leads into a room. And then there is another door further down the hallway that's closed. Um, can we go to bed? Oh, you want to take a rest? <laughs> we could do a short rest. That's another thing that we can do. So if we did a short rest before moving on, each of you could roll a hit die. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, you could roll, I, I think, two hit pillow. dies now to try and recover those hit points. Sure. It's okay. good that I brought my yeah, and then Galaxy, you would actually get your spell slot back. That's one of the features that wizards get, is that after a short rest. So do, do we want to do that? Do we want to take a short yeah, rest? Let's... 
after that frustrating fight that you had with the oily oozes. No, you guys no, have regrouped. Popcorn. You guys have regrouped, and you're ready to dive back into the dungeon. Woohoo! <laughs> right. the dragons in the dungeon. Which right. way do you guys want to go? So there's two different ways you can go to. There's a room that's open, completely open, and then there's another door. I'm. A f- I think we should go to the open one to be a more on the safe side. Because if there was something in the open door, they'd come out. They probably would have heard us. That's probably where these oozes came from because they came from this open area and we made so much noise banging on the door that they came from this room and came to the door and were there to greet us once we finally opened it. But then why didn't they greet us? They did uh, greet they us. Greeted us they, they greeted us. They greeted us. Yes, that's how they but say they hello. they didn't say hello. <laughs> yes, they did. That's their language. <laughs> they, like, acid, ah. birds. Yeah, acid birds. <laughs> All right, so do you want to go into the open room or do you want to try the door? Do the open. Okay. So you go into the room, and it's not a large room, um, but across it is another art. It's an empty room, empty stone room, and you see a, a door across this room. Nothing else of note. Nothing else of note in this room. Is there any money? Nope. <laughs> Nothing else in this room. Let's, let's go. Let's keep Besides on going. What? Okay. So you try that door. That door is not locked. That one is. That one is open. You turn the corner. There's another door. That's there. Let's go. Keep going. Um, I want everyone Uh-oh. to roll. <laughs> perception. Yeah, roll a perception check. Well, this is going to be good. It's usually not. <laughs> I got a 16, oh, no. an unnatural 16. Okay. <laughs> I got an unnatural 5. <laughs> okay. Birdie, what did you get? 10. You got 10? Galaxy and Mimi. They notice the trap on the door, but not Dave. Sadly, but true. So I want the three of you to roll. The three of you roll initiative, and I want to see who goes oh, first. Are you going to be able to stop? Are you going to be able to stop Dave in time? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, that's good. Also eighteen. Uh oh. Dave reaches the doorknob just as. To see who goes first with this. So Dave reaches for the door handle at the same time that Mimi grabs the collar on his back. And she's not able to pull him away from it in Uh, time. No. Dave, you're going to die. And a a small uh, guillotine blade drops out of the ceiling. It's a big, huge, uh, serrated blade that they use to cut people's heads off with. Yeah. And so this drops out of the ceiling. Oh, I still got to roll for your armor class. I'm sorry. So yes. So you you are able to move your hand yeah. out of the way just okay. in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was scary, guys. You were super freaked out. Like so did the door ahead. open? All right. So the guillotine blade just dropped um, and it just sank. Well, it just embedded itself into the ground. Okay. So it didn't get retracted or get reset. Gotcha. Do you think uh, I could do now a perception check or like some type of to see if there's additional traps? Sure. All right. And I'll give you advantage on this roll because you just had the trap I've got done. Got adrenaline going. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you don't you don't perceive any additional traps. This right. one did not reset as far as you can tell. Yeah. To see if, like, if I touch the doorknob, it will do the arm thing. Sure. Yeah. So I have a stick and I'm doing it. You have your quarter staff. 
Yeah, so you, you turn the handle and the door opens. Nothing else happens. I want to do a perception check of, like, the area in the door threshold and right right next to it. I just, right. I'm picturing, like, Indiana Jones darts or something. Right, right. Well, okay. well I, think, I think I have a good idea. An anvil, maybe, on top. Well, hold on a second, Bird. So, yeah, so, yeah, so roll a perception check. All right. Yeah. Natural 20. Oh, you got a 20. Wow. Awesome. Okay. So there, there are no other... There are no other traps. Um, and in fact, the room is is empty. But you do see um, on the on the floor, um, the floor is covered in spirals of blue stones, and there is a large demonic creature depicted in the floor with ruby eyes. Hmm. But there's no traps. There's no monsters. It's just an empty room except for this demonic spiral hmm. of stones that's on the ground. You want to go in there? Check out this demon can, art can you go in yeah but i'd like you to come with this is a group adventure <laughs> first how about you go in first yeah i'll go first all right no problem yeah. dave goes first yep. and he went nothing first happens and I, no he went first and i shut the door behind him you're gonna shut the door behind <laughs> him you're so mean to dave all right so you walk in the room dave and the door slams shut behind you huh uh I turn around and open the door. <laughs> <laughs> Opens right back up. No, but let's shut it again. <laughs> the door shuts on you again. If you shut it on me one more time, I might not be in your party anymore. And I just used my mage hand and opened it. Okay, shoot. Yep. Then a, a I mage shut hand it. materials materializes in front of you and opens the door. Thank but you. then I shut it. No. Okay. We. Okay. Let's keep moving. I. Po- I I pull you through the door. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm holding the door for us. Yeah, thank you. So there are two doors <laughs> yeah. in this room. There's a right door and there's a left door. Which one are you going to try? Door on the right. Let's go. Door on the right. That's the worst one. All right. Mm-hmm. So you go to the door on the right. Opens up. No I'm, problem. No right. issues. I'm going to the left. Uh, <laughs> and then there's a vampire. You Okay. You open up the door on the left. No problem. Yeah. Both. It leads into two different rooms and both rooms... Appear to well, actually, let, let's do it one room at a time. So, yep. which one? So, you got both doors open. You're looking at. We open the right one first. one first. So, this room is is fairly empty as well. But there is a. It looks like a stream of acid flows along a channel in the floor. Ew! Okay, I'm going to. And look. on the ceiling is um is a mural of uh of violent carnage of demons. Um, attacking people. Uh-oh. What is that? It's a mural. It's like a big painting that someone put on the Remember ceiling of this Jesse room. Remember did it before? And the in the middle theater? of the room, there's a small channel that, that you could easily hop over, but mm-hmm. by the smell and the sizzling from it, it's you can tell that it's acid from where you're standing. Okay, so that's the room on the right, which you haven't gone into yet. Mm-hmm. So that's just what you can see from the doorway. Let's now, the other one... Room left. You want the one on the left? The one on the left, this room has another door on the other side of it as well. And near that door is is a fountain of water. And I want everyone... Really disgusting. Everyone that's looking in, I want you to roll Wisdom Saving Throw. Galaxy, to you, the room on the left looks completely clear. And there's a fountain on the other side of it. And then there's a door. Dave and Mimi, you notice that the room has a weird shine to it. And 
That's when you notice that the entire room is filled with an almost completely clear liquid. Okay, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, guys. I don't even know what we're getting out and of here And it's starting to move into this room. Okay. Hey, guys, there's a weird liquid moving towards us. I know. Out of that room. <laughs> I jump into Dave's arms. Ah! <laughs> and, and then I, I jump. fall over. <laughs> and then Dave falls over. Yeah. Because I'm not like big enough for that. Right. <laughs> I'm going to take my crossbow and shoot at it just to see what happens. Okay. The, the dart from your crossbow goes into the room and stops about two feet into the room in the middle of the air. Mm-hmm. And that's when you realize that it opened up a gap in this clear gelatinous cube. That's starting to flow into the room that we're in right now. I don't like this. We could end up in that cube, guys. (laughs) So that was your action. So Mimi and Galaxy, what are you two going to do now? So what I'm I'm going to do... I'm still hugging my pillow. I don't understand the settings. So we're, we're in a room right now, and there's two doors. We opened the door on the left, and the room looked clear, but it was clear because it's filled with this this clear cube gel monster and once the door was opened up it started to flow slowly out of that room but it hasn't entered the room that we're in completely yet and so it has occurred to you that you could potentially just shut the door on it again and prevent it from from getting it into our room in the original room in the room that we're in right now yeah so i'm gonna shut the door okay so you shut the door Nothing else happens. Okay, I think we should kind of get out of here. Want to go across the hall to the acid room then? Yay! All right. Let's go check it out. All right. So you go to the acid room. What's the acid room? This is the one that had the the pool or the the river of acid that was going through it. With the mural on the ceiling. Right, right. Um, so you go in there, nothing, nothing's out of the ordinary. You are able to hop over the little river of acid, no problem. But I don't make it. And you get to the other door on the other side. Who's going to reach for that door handle, guys? <laughs> I think it's you. Uh, it's May somebody Jan. else's turn. May Chandwell. Oh, May so every, every, everyone. May Chandwell. Oh, you're going to do May Chan? Oh, okay. All right, so you reach out, May Chan, and open the door. Three magic missiles shoot out of the wall and slam into the door and hit your mage hand. But does it actually hurt to nope, me? Nope, doesn't do any damage to you. That looks like it's <laughs> But it does destroy your mage hand. Your mage hand disappears. But the door is standing open now. I'm going to run and just do like a slide. A slide, slide into the, through the doorway. <laughs> well, okay, so it's only open a crack. Uh, all right, so you haven't okay. been, so you don't see what's in that room I yet. See, so I see. You could try sliding into it without yeah, seeing what's in there yet. Not do that. Then. Okay. Um. So do you like maybe yeah, you take your? Yeah, I was gonna take. I'll take uh, my my mace, I guess. Okay, just and just of, and just push it open yeah, the rest of the way. Yeah. Okay. So you push you push the door open, and. On the other side is a fairly large room, but it is covered in spider webs. Uh, do I have a torch of some nature? Anybody have any cantrip? Event? That just, I guess I could do the sacred flame. Galaxy has got plenty of spells that do fire, and she's got a cantrip of, what is it, flame bolt? Or uh, fire bolt. Sam has dancing lights. Yeah, but that doesn't set stuff on fire. 
I think we should get we should burn up this uh, cobwebs and see where the spider is. <laughs> or I can make more cobwebs. I don't think so. No, we should trap the spider. We could burn up the their web. the spider's cobwebs and then catch him with your cobwebs. Yay! <laughs> Yay! So like that. But don't want to. All right. So are you gonna like what light a torch and floor? Throw it in there? Yeah. Okay. You light a torch, you throw it in the room, and all of the spider webs like start up on fire immediately. And you hear a scream come out of the room, and a giant spider lands to the ground and charges towards you. Yay. I curl in a ball. So let's roll let's roll initiative. I got a natural seventeen. I got seventeen for a galaxy? Natural thirteen. Thirteen for Mimi? Five. Five for Dave. But you added something. Well, yeah. Three I plus didn't add two. anything. But you're supposed to. You have a plus two. Oh, but then I got a 19 then. Oh, you got a 19 then? Okay. I don't add anything. All right, so this is our first time encountering a giant spider. Oh. All right, Galaxy, you're first. What are you going to do? Hmm. hmm. I'm going to do spider web. You're going to... Spider man. You're going you're gonna to web the thing? Put webs everywhere. Okay. All right, so you're gonna shoot. You're gonna shoot the web out and trap the spider in the in the burning room with your own web. All right, so the spider gets a saving throw and does not make it. So you do the irony in this situation. You successfully web the spider into the room, which themselves will start on fire very soon because the room is already on fire. Yeah. Okay. All right. So who's next? Um. Mimi, you're next. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna burn her because I want to see her burn. Oh, so you're gonna you're gonna cast that fire spell of yours? What is it? What's it called? Um, flaming sphere. Flaming sphere. Okay. So you cast that into the room, and the that would mean the creature takes two d6 of fire damage. That and be- lot. And because it starts on fire, because it's covered in the flammable birdies flammable webs. Then it also takes 2d4 of damage. So, uh, Sam, roll 2d6. All right, so now who is next? Now it is Now it is the spider's turn. You gotta do the 2d4, did, yeah. Did you do anything? I did that already. Yep. Oh, you did that. Did you yep. do anything? We had it trapped, and we freed it again, right? Correct. Okay. Um, but it did take a lot of damage um, from being set on fire. Um, so it just... And then it also took damage from the fire that you set originally... It took damage from being caught in the web and that getting set on fire as well. And then it also took damage from the flaming sphere right. that actually also hit it directly with, with fire. So yeah. this spider is not is not doing great. Galaxy is going to shoot some web at you. Web. What's your armor class? Twelve. Twelve? It shoots out this mass of web and you dodge out of the way and it misses you. <laughs> All right, Dave. But it covers Dave. No, it does not cover Dave. <laughs> I'm just going to, uh, well, should I just keep on the fire? Yeah. Say what you yeah, want. I'll do that. I'll just uh, do the sacred flame. Sacred flame? Yeah. Okay. And it did not make its dex saving throw. Okay. So 1d8 oh. radiant damage. Yep. Five. Five? Okay. This spider looks like it is about ready to drop. Galaxy, it's your turn. Can I choke her? Choke her? What, with major? No, can I poke her eyes? <laughs> with what? 
my mage hand. No, no, that's, that's not the way mage hand works. <laughs> the Three Stooges mage hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So you're trying to... Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's not the way the mage hand works. You've got so many other spells that you could shoot at this thing. Ray of Frost. Ray of Frost? 14. And, but you add six to it, remember, because it's a spell. So yeah, so you do hit. I got a 20. You got an unnatural 20. Okay, roll 1d8 cold damage. Four. Okay, you kill the spider. And I froze him. And, and <laughs> it is a frozen either, dead spider. Either way, I would freeze him so he couldn't move. Yeah, you shoot out the ray of frost and it kills the spider. So in this room, there isn't anything else in this room of note other than the giant dead frozen spider and the flaming spider webs all over the room but there is a door on the other side of this room run. <gasps> so you, you run over to the other door did you want to try maybe mage handing that open again last time it worked out real well Okay. you mage hand the door so in this new room it's a larger room than the one that you were just in but it, this one is covered in spider webs as well there might be more than one spider in here you're looking in this new room that's filled with spider webs. So what are you going to do? I think I'm going to cast the animal talking spell. Speak with animals. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to turn into a spider. Th then you're going to turn into a giant spider. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, even, it's bigger than them. Um, <laughs> sure, why not? Oh, even wait. though you haven't seen them yet, you have no idea how big they are. A dire spider. <laughs> <laughs> A, a giant or spider. Yeah. All right. You cast speak with animals. So now you can communicate so with going, animals so and you turn yourself into a giant spider. So I'm going. So you go in there and you see two other giant spiders. Oh, I mean, hey guys, what's up? And they're like, hi. So, um, I have some friends and can they just like pass through here and do nothing? Don't take our food. Okay. You can pass through. Well, you wouldn't be able to talk to us while in your spider form. No, but I just do a leg. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you bring a spider leg up and just motion. Okay, what do you guys do? We Dave and Galaxy? We cautiously move forward into the spider room. Okay. I want to go, go behind. And you see the two big spiders Me? up in the corners mm -hmm. of the room. And there are there's webbing everywhere, and you can even see some some creatures and other things that have been wrap, wrapped up in the spider webs that are hanging from the ceiling. But they don't seem, but they don't make a move towards you. All right, so you get to the other side of the room, you open up that door. In this room, is up on the ceiling. You can see the bottom part of the plate from the first room that we were in. No, or the, the the platform that transported you here. So you can see that there's some equipment that's on the ceiling. So we're now below that first room that we were in at the campsite. Mm -hmm. There is also a portcullis on the far side of the wall. And it looks like it has a treasure chest in it. I open it. But in between you and that treasure chest is another gibbering mouther so this is the big fleshy monster that's covered in mouths and teeth and it looks look like and all that? the mouths turn towards you 
It's just, it looks like a mound of flesh and blood and pus and mouths everywhere on it. And all the mouths turn towards you and scream out at the same time. But just like before, those screams, it's a terrible sound, but it doesn't seem to have an effect on you. All right, let's roll initiative. you're gonna win Nine. that initiative. 15. Six. Mimi, you are first. What are you going to do? You're in your spider form. I am going to climb the wall. And, and then you're going shoot, to oh, shoot a web at it? So you get plus five to hit with this when you shoot a web out. And if, you, if the hit is successful, then the target gets restrained by the webbing. Mm-hmm. So I want you to... So that means that you tie it up with the webbing. So roll a d20. Ten. You hit. So you climb up the wall and onto the ceiling and shoot web onto the. Then I grab the treasure mother. chest. Well, no, because we got it. We're in combat right now. You can't do all those things right away. Because so we got to go move on to the next next people. Curse you. I know curses. All right. So now the gibbering mother is restrained in the middle of the room, covered in spider webs. Galaxy, you are next. Scorching ray, yes. You do. You shoot out three scorching rays, and each one of them you have to roll to hit with. But each one does two d six. So if you can hit with all three of them, you would be doing sixty six worth of fire damage. What? So which dice? So roll roll a d twenty, and you have to get above a nine. Does she I got get above her a nine. Six bonus? Yes. Yeah. So I got seven ten. Okay, so that hits. Roll it again. Yeah, 16. That hits plus two. Plus six? Yeah. Yep. Roll it a third time. Yeah, eight plus six. Okay. okay. All, yep. All three of them hit then. So now, roll 66 of damage. Four, four, three, two, six, five. Add them all up. How much is it? 24. 24 points of damage. Nice. Three fiery rays shoot out of your hands, and all three of them slam into this mouther. Dave, it yes. is your turn now. Oh, uh, I am just going to stay with the sacred flame. It's been it's been decent to me so far. Sacred flame. Yeah. Okay. So what do I roll? Is it? Uh, it is dex. Dex modifier. Saving. Yeah. Okay. What's your uh, spell difficulty class? Uh, twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, it does actually manage to get itself out of the way miraculously. Right. Sure. All right. Well, that happened. So now this thing is going to attack. Mimi is on the ceiling right now as a spider. Birdie, you're just inside the room and you shot out scorching rays at the thing. Mm, yeah. And then you're just inside the room as well because you shot out your fire onto it as well. Yep. Okay. So it can only move 10 feet at a time. So it moves So it, it moves towards Dave and Galaxy, but it doesn't get close enough to attack just yet. Mimi, it's your turn. Wait, did I take any damage? No, you have not taken any damage. Did I? No, no one's taking any damage yet. Because we weren't really listening. Okay. That's fine. So, what I'm going to do, I'm going to... But it is free of its webs, because when Galaxy shot it with her flame spell, it burned all the webs off of it, so you could shoot webs at it again if you wanted to. Well, I wanted to get to the treasure. You wanted to get to the treasure? Okay. <laughs> so, I'm going to take the treasure and slam it on his head. So you manage. So the room is pretty big, but you do manage to get over to the treasure. Wait, but that's as much as you can do. Wait, how will she grab it? She, I suppose she, she's got eight legs, so she could oh, carry it with like a couple of them. No, okay. So what I'm gonna do? I'm going to. 
with some legs, I'm going to carry the treasure chest, and then with the rest of my legs, I'm going to fight shooting webs out of my booty butt. All right, you're going to shoot webs at it again. <laughs> but you grab the treasure chest. What? Yeah. What did you roll? What did you roll? Probably a one. You rolled a one? <laughs> okay. Plus nothing. All right, so you drop. Okay, you rolled a one. Oh boy. So you're not used to shooting web out. Um, so you accidentally web yourself, and so now you are you are stuck to the ground. All right, Galaxy, it's your turn. No, but do I have the treasure in my arms when I'm webbed still? Yes, yes, you are webbed to the treasure chest right now, and you are webbed to the ground. I'm using magic missile level one. So I would use scorching ray again if I were you. Okay. So this is the one. Remember, this is the one where you got to roll the the twenty sided three times for for each hit. So and you got to get above a nine. Three plus six is exactly nine. Nine. So all three of them hit again. So you need to roll sixty six one more time. Seventeen. Seventeen. All right. So you hit the gibbering mouther with scorching rays again. All three of them hit and do more damage on the thing. So now, David, is your turn. I'll shoot my crossbow. On one me. Okay. Eleven. Yeah. Okay. You got 11, so that's a hit. All right. So 1d8 plus 2. 5. 5? Okay. All right, you shoot a crossbow crossbow bolt at it, and it lodges into the flesh, and thing screams out in pain. Okay, so now it is the Mouther's turn, and it closes the distance on Dave and Galaxy. Dang! Because Sam's not doing, like, anything. And Galaxy, it's going to attack you. What's your armor class? Twelve, and it's. I didn't even have. I didn't get hit anything. Hopefully, I get dodged. You do dodge out of the way. Yay! (laughs) But then it also shoots out a glob of pus. Ew! And I want both of you to roll a dexterity saving throw. Not Mimi. Not Mimi. (laughs) 19. Okay, so you both... 15 plus... Yeah, what, what? look under your dexterity saving throw. What do you get for that? 15 plus 2. So you got 17. 17. Okay, so you both managed to dodge out of the way from this this chemical mm-hmm. spit thing. Good. Mimi, your turn. So you could try and do a strength saving throw to get out of the web if you want. I'm going to open the chest. You're going <laughs> to open the chest. I'll let you do a strength saving throw to see if you can open the chest to bre- and break the web. You have the strength of a spider now, so your saving throw for the spider is going to be different. Okay, so you would get a plus two to your uh, strength saving throw. So roll a d20 and add two to it. You got a seven. You were not successful. Yay! All right. So try as you might. You can't You can't open that chest and you can't break no, free of the webs. No. All right, Galaxy, it's your turn now. Magic missile, level one. Magic missile? Okay. So that one hits automatically. Two. So that'll be three. Three. That'll be four. Four. And that'll be five. <laughs> so that is 12 points of damage total that you just did. Three, and four, five. this thing is ready to drop. Um, but one thing that I should point out, Galaxy, is that the ground around this thing has started to jellify a little bit, and your feet are starting to sink into the ground oh, a bit. Ew. So I want you to roll um, a sh- I want you to roll another strength saving throw. Okay. And I got a seven. 
You got a seven? Okay. So your so your feet are stuck now in the spot that you're at. Help! Pull me! David, it is your turn. All right. And uh, I want you to, and I should have done this at the very beginning of her turn. I want you to roll a strength saving throw as well. Okay. Save me! Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, you are able to get to free your feet from the ground that's starting to become smudgy, uh, right. spongy. Help me! I'm just gonna rump and whack it with the mace. Do it. All right. And whack my feet right now. Don't roll a one. I got twenty. Natural twenty? No. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Roll damage. That's a hit. All right. Oh, now I got a one. So I got three. That's exactly enough. You kill it. <laughs> Yay. Da 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 da. When you're at it, can you get me free? All right. So Galaxy is at one end of the room with her feet stuck in the floor. Mimi is at the other side of the room, <laughs> stuck to the floor in her own webbing with the treasure chest. Is she uh, still a spider, or she, she is still okay. a spider? Yeah. So she's like, you're like, like it seems like she's like hugging yourself. <laughs> no, all the treasure is mine because I'm holding it. Okay. I don't have a bladed weapon. Can you get me free first because I might die? I don't think you'll die from having your feet stuck down. Uh, right, can so I get some points down? We'll fast forward here. So you yeah. do... No, no, you, I get unstuck and then... Um, I get unstuck, but how much treasure do I get? That's what I was going to fast forward to. So we'll say that you did manage to get Galaxy unstuck from the floor. Oh, what if there's socks? You got Mimi unstuck there's from her own spider web. I'd there's like socks to, in it. I'd like you to check to make sure there aren't traps on that treasure chest. There there are no okay. traps on that treasure and chest. Can you, and I think there might be socks in there. Socks. All right, so there's a bunch of stuff that's in this treasure chest. It's quite a, quite a bit of stuff. Is there magical socks? Um, there are magical items that are in this can chest. Can I hold the magical no. items? No. Nope, you can't have all of them. Can I see? So real quick, the things that you find in there is that you find a robe. You find a shield. Can I have the robe because and it isn't invisible? And you find a very nice looking ring. There's the also ring? a carved wooden staff, a small silver mirror. There are nice trimmed silk gloves. Silk gloves. You find a fine cloth tabard, a silk tabard. And there are 2,500 gold pieces. I'll take all the gold. That's in this chest. So... I want the three of you to divide up the 2,500 gold. Does that does that divide up evenly? Can you do no. that? No? Alexa! Alexa! Okay. So we're not going to take time now, but we will go through and divide these items up. But Dave does now have a spell of detect magic. I do. So he would be able to tell which items in here are magic and what kind of magic that they are. So I don't want to do that now. So we'll, sure. we'll do that offline. We'll go through those items. We'll divide them divide them up as necessary along with the gold as well so but now we're in the room so the contraption is damaged it looks like it's got so we came down here because we were trying to take a look at the platform to see if we could do anything with the machinery but it looks like it's been corroded it looks like it's just been eaten away and it probably has something to do with the creatures that were down here because there's a lot of creatures that were corrosive and were eating away at the stone and the da and the the machinery is just too damaged Mm -hmm. So it doesn't look like that you're going to be able to get the platform to work again. So the quickest option that you had for getting back to Westman is now ruled out. So you have to go back to Olympus. And is there at Olympus that you could get new armor, Mimi, and Dave too? Mm -hmm. We'll let you. Well, you 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 don't wear. I want to upgrade. But I want. We'll work through that. Can I at least have a chest plate? No, mages can't wear that kind of armor. 
So you find this chest, all this gold, all these magical items, um, and you realize the machinery doesn't work. So you get you get out of these ruins, you head back to Olympus. You're at the bottom encampment where the muscolators are. Still, no one is using them. No one is using them. But Snap, Gringle, Pop, the, the triplet gnome brothers are by the muscolators, and they see you and they wave you, wave to you when you come hey, by. Um, I think Dave wants to go in the muscolators. Oh, really? You want to try out the muscolator now? We fine-tuned it. We haven't thrown a rock into the mountain in like an hour. In an hour? Yeah. How many rocks have you successfully got up there? Five. Hmm. What do you guys think? And and what and one gnome. Do it. <laughs> do the the gnome survived. Do yes. The the. The gnome did survive, yes. Do you want me to try? This might be the yeah. end of Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of do want that. I want to see what happens. All right. I'll give it a try. Why yeah. not? Oh, really? Really? Okay. Yeah, great. Get, get try it out. there. All right. Oh, that's right. But we got to adjust it because you're a halfling. You're a little bit heavier than the gnomes. Yeah. What? Getting your, get your mage hand oh. ready to catch me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want you to roll a... Dave, I want you to roll a d20. You Okay. So you climb into the machine. They crank it back. They get it all adjusted. They lick their finger, hold it up into the air. 13. And I roll the 13. You th- you okay. Natural they, 13. They pull back on a lever. <laughs> you go flying through the air uncomfortably fast. Oh. Um, the wind blows all the hair back of your head. Your <laughs> eyes water with how fast that He's you're immediately bald. going. And your, your face starts to hurt because of how tightly that you're clenching your jaw now. He's bald. And Dave, you suddenly get stopped by a gigantic net. And I want you to roll a uh I want you to roll a fear saving throw. Okay. So but you get advantage on these because you're because you're a half life. Yeah, the brave, yes. Yep, so so roll roll a D twenty. Ten. Ten. Roll it again. All right. One. Okay, so we'll pick. Do you have to re-roll that one? No, no, no. So you pick the higher of the two. Okay. So you rolled a ten. So um, this was not fun. You did not enjoy it, but you did not wet your pants. That's what that's what the first gnome did that successfully (laughs) tried out the musculator. When we when we were there. So and that's when you see Betha. So Betha is. So I'm she's, food. I didn't eat anything on the trail. She's a human ranger that we encountered in the last couple of adventures. Mm-hmm. And she walks up to you and she's like, Dave, did, did you just go on the musculator? I did. Oh my God. I don't recommend it. Wow. Crazy. I'm next. Um, did you, did, I, I guess, yeah, you just got back. So it didn't work out there at with the getting the uh, platform to work for you and no, all that. No, platform was uh, was a bust. Dude, oh, that I'm sucks. I'm next. Yeah. I'm um, next. You're going to get on the escalator? Yeah. I want to get up there and get free food <laughs> <laughs> from that fire because it was so surprising So, uh, so Okay, so the elf. gnomes, they scratch their heads and they look at you and say, oh, wow, we haven't we haven't done an elf yet. We haven't done anyone as heavy as you before. Um, I'm sure it'll be fine. Climb on in. Are you calling me fat? No, 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 absolutely not. No, we, we just haven't done any anyone larger than a halfling yet. Do you want to try it out? Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Be- before me, they hadn't done anyone as large as a halfling, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want you to roll a d20 now. Okay, hopefully it's good. And I roll a 
Nine. You roll a nine? Okay. You go flying up through the air, and I want you to roll I want you to roll a fear saving throw. So roll a D twenty again and tell me the number. Six. Six? Okay. I got an extra twenty. You totally wet your pants. <laughs> <laughs> but you get caught by the nets and you a galaxy lands in the net right by you, Dave. All right. <laughs> and Betha jumps. She's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> you guys are insane. Why are you using those things? Are you going to give me some food? Oh, my God. Oh, since you guys are just getting back, you haven't heard, have you? What? Do Rus- I get free food? No. Rusty showed up while you were gone. They threw him in the brig right away because we don't think it's him. 